0: Wait, do we want to sing Let's Watch It in this
1: film. <laughs> wait, wait, I thought we were going to introduce ourselves first to tell us who we are.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: So I'm Avery. <laughs> and I'm Jehan. And we have been best friends for the... 10, 11 years now. Exactly 10 years now. Yeah, and we have a bunch of stuff in common. Mm -hmm. We love (laughs) (laughs) rom-coms. We love reading young adult novels. So good, so good. But one thing I think that kind of stands out above the rest is our love of DCOMs, which for those who don't know- The uninitiated. (laughs) (laughs) They are Disney Channel original movies. (laughs) Oh (laughs) my goodness. I just got excited here. I know, my heart kind of likes to give to me. So... I mean, this was a big thing for everybody our age who grew up, like, in the early 2000s and the early, like, late 90s and mm-hmm. stuff, but Jean and I kind of took it to the next level. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were still in college and coming <laughs> back and, like, being like, oh, we've got to watch Club 9. <laughs> so I guess, like, a year ago we decided, why don't we just take our love of DCOMs
0: to the next level? Mm-hmm. And so here we are in 2018 starting a podcast about what we love. Yes, and so DCOMs are made for TV movies. They are made for the Disney Channel obviously, and they're always made for a tween audience, I'd say. Yeah. Although they're they're getting a little bit. I mean, the descendants audience really ranges. I hear there are I hear there are 24-year-olds watching it across the nation. <laughs> but what we're here for today is to talk about an all-time classic. We wanted to start with one a ton of people love, a ton of people know, and we're going to start with Smart House. Jump, jump, the house is jumping. come on.
1: So good. So good. I'm so excited. <laughs> so Johanna and I hadn't watched this in a really long time and so we decided let's kind of like relive the magic. Mm-hmm. So we
0: rewatched it and we definitely have some thoughts for you. I took notes every minute <laughs> of this movie. <laughs> this movie, Smart House, is about Ben Cooper, who is a young boy. He's probably like what? 12, 13? He's, he's 13. He's 13. Yeah. Okay, so he's 13, living with his little sister Angie. And his single dad, Nick. Nick Cooper. Oh my God. Was Nick just like the dreamy go-to name for a yeah. single dad? <laughs> Feel weird about that because my dad goes by Nick. His name is not Nick. But like, but, like the, parent the parent track in 98,
1: 97, oh, yeah. his name was also Nick Parker. So Big year for dreamy Nicks. Yes. Oh yes, my yeah.
0: goodness. Sign me up for <laughs> Nick Parker. <laughs> Love you, Dennis. Thanks for listening. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, so this movie is about, I guess, the Cooper family, mm-hmm. and um, they don't have a mom. Their mom has passed away, which they never really say why she's not they, they don't they
0: just show a video of her looking very young, very hot, and very healthy, <laughs> yeah, and then she kind of just disappears, but anyway. it happened four years
1: ago. we know that yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: so when he was nine, so we don't know
1: what happened to her, but anyway, they're a family of three, and so Ben is kind of like. I guess he's really like propping up this family. I was watching this and like within like the first 10 minutes of this movie, like Ben is cooking. Ben is like picking up his sister from a party. He's like making dinner. He's helping her with her spelling. This 13 year old is so domesticated. He's More cooking tuna noodle. <laughs> tuna noodle.
0: <laughs> like they get way too excited about something that is called tuna noodle.
1: Yeah. This. This kid is more domesticated than like <laughs> probably I will be in my entire lifetime. Uh, I can't so Ben decides there is kind of like a raffle that's going mm-hmm. on for this smart house, and so Ben's thinking like, hey, I do all the work around here. Let's have a smart house that can kind of like ease my parental burden mm-hmm. and help my family out. And so he like he enters this contest, which I don't know why there wasn't an age limit on this because <laughs>
0: thirteen year olds allowed to enter contests online for a
1: house, man.
0: <laughs> Be eighteen or older. For yeah, there.
1: eighteen or older to call. So he enters the contest, and
0: I mean, they win. So they do win. Well, backtracking a bit, who invented this house? Oh, we cannot forget. Potty with a body, Sarah Barr.
1: <laughs> so she's like an engineer and designer who has made this smart house, and so she's
0: like really excited. Among other things, she has a pet rat that has a way into the house, and you're like, why would they show us this? Why would you build the perfect house and then give rats away? in? But, you know, I didn't even think about that. No, yeah, yeah. Sarah Barnes has literally built the perfect house with a tunnel for
1: rats. There's some the plot holes. But, I mean, it builds because that ends up being very important at,
0: Yes, at that's what I'm saying. So, initially I was like, for no reason whatsoever they show this woman hanging out with her pet rat. But no, that's not the case. There is a reason. Right from the beginning, uh, we've got Sarah who's invented this house. And we're sort of introduced to the house with the paper boy. Yeah. He misses the house and the house gets mad at him and grabs the paper with this beautifully cgi robotic arm. Mm -hmm. Truly an art form, early CGI.
1: Yeah, so they win the house and then that's where we kind of get introduced to this new character, Pat.
0: Pat. Pat.
1: (laughs) So Pat is kind of the... I guess, like, the embodiment of the house. She's called, like, a... Per- Wait, PAT stands for Personalized... Applied technology. technology. yeah. Personalized Applied Technology. And so, basically, she's there to, like, make the house better. She's played by... Who Katie she- Seagal. Yeah, Katie Seagal. And so, I know you have a lot of thoughts about Katie. So, it's kind of like a dream house. So, they end up getting the house, not to mention that Daddy Nick is, like, totally smitten with Sarah and that, like, very, that, like, becomes, <laughs> I think that's the only the reason why he decides to move into this house, basically because of her. Because remember, yeah, he, like, they looks at the needle. You don't move into this house if the inventor is not a hot woman. Yeah. Absolutely not. Yeah. He he sees her picture, like, in the newspaper and he's
0: like, yeah, okay, we're moving. <laughs> There's this incredible slow zoom on her picture in the paper and he goes, beautiful. Yeah. And Ben's like, and practical too. (laughs) Talking about the house that he's talking to his dad about. His dad's like, Do you know her? Yeah.
1: But yeah, you know he's he's into that, Sarah.
0: He's trying to make something happen.
1: Yeah. So it should be known that, like, even though like Nick is definitely an eligible bachelor who like wants to get back in the dating scene. And I love like one of the like initial comments we hear from Angie is like. Dad, like, you're working too hard. Like, you should relax. And then you can, like, date so we can have a new mom. And I was like...
0: (laughs) Okay, yeah. Angie? Either... Like, so Angie's, like, about nine years old, right? Yeah, So Angie either swings from talking like a five-year-old to talking like a 40-year-old woman, and there's no (laughs) in-between. Never a nine-year-old level of speaking.
1: (laughs) Like, when she says that, I was like, oh my god, this is the most horrible thing. Like, we need a new mom. Like, my mother has died, but I think it's time to get a new one, and dad needs to start dating again. Who says that? I don't know. That was
0: like, that was like the most, like, gasp-worthy thing, I think, that happened to me. (laughs) So, Sarah the inventor, is an incredible caricature of, like, the 90s working woman who, mm-hmm. who can't handle a relationship. She's like a Walking Kathy cartoon. She's like, like, at one point in the movie, she's actually like, dessert can be anything as long as it's chocolate. Like, everything she says, you're like, was this, like, like a thrown-away line from a 90s sitcom about a strong female figure. <laughs> like, yeah. Which was honestly, like, one of my favorite genres as a kid. I watched a lot of Suddenly Susan, a lot of Veronica's Closet. Not a normal childhood. <laughs> So
1: they end up, okay, so they end up moving to the house Mm -hmm. and Pat is like getting to learn their personalities Mm -hmm. and all this other stuff. But it's interesting. So Pat starts off like, you know, kind of like robotic and just kind of taking commands and all this other stuff. And then... But she has
0: artificial intelligence capabilities. Yes.
1: So she kind of like grows as she knows the family. But then Ben, Ben, Ben. So Ben's like, you know, we don't need a new mom. Like we're happy with just the three of us. And he decides to make
0: Pat more like, So he pulls this because his dad starts seeing Sarah. Ben is just the absolute worst at multiple dinners. And he's literally like, Sarah
1: has got to go. (laughs) So he thinks that, you know, the house is a good replacement for a woman.
0: Yeah, yeah. So his thought process is... I don't want a new mom unless it's a robotic house. Yes. Which is weird because I personally think I'd rather have like a stepmom I didn't really like than a robotic house, but like knowing everything about me. But yeah. this family is like totally on board. They have maybe one line before they move into the house where they're like, it's a little creepy that it learns as it goes. Yeah. They think about that for five seconds and they're all the way in. The house occasionally has issues too. Yeah. Like, the house attacks them with oranges. Yeah. When trying to make a banana orange smoothie. Terrible choice. Who does that? But like, despite having like these issues with the house, Ben's still like, I, a thirteen year old boy, should reprogram this. Yes. This house nearly killed you with
1: oranges. But I think it's interesting that he chooses So like, I think what's on TV is like a, like a throwback, like how he gets Pat to become more maternal is like, there's a, there's like a throwback. Night like, of mommy. Yes. <laughs> and like some of the shows are like mother knows best, like my three moms, which I was like, what? my three moms. <laughs>
0: I was very excited. Yes, I was like. I want to watch the show because why does somebody have three moms? Like, like I'm sure they're like, oh, there's a very heteronormative explanation, but there can't be. <laughs> I don't believe it. I believe there was a fifteen show about some sort of polyamorous lesbian commune. Yes! <laughs> That's exactly what I thought
1: when I saw
0: it. I was like, what is going
1: on? But so he has her, like, watch all this stuff to try to become more motherly. And, like, this is what the house takes. Like, this is when the movie just takes, like, a dark, dark turn. Well, then she starts calling them, like, sweetie, my baby, this oh. and that. And they did not think that was weird, but I thought that was weird. So then we have to get to the iconic party scene. <laughs> so Pat decides, you know, like, Ben is being bullied. Mm-hmm. Like, he needs to kind of have, like... A life of a teen and so then they have a they throw a party while Nick and Sarah are out on a date. They throw a middle school house party and oh
0: my gosh. This this robot is trying to be a mom, so she decides to throw them an unsupervised party. I know. So the party
1: happens mm-hmm. and then the dad gets upset because Pat is like you know, this is my fault. Like, I overheard you say that, like, you wanted Ben to have a life. And so then the dad goes, I need you. Like, I'm disappointed in you, Pat. Like, mm-hmm. you need to buckle down. And this is, like, when the
0: show She, yeah. So I guess she was, so she, Pat goes through, I guess, three phases. First, she's a normal uh, AI robot assistant. Yeah. Then she's an ultra maternal, occasionally cool mom yeah. robot assistant. This is where she hits I need to be responsible, yeah. cool mom, and she starts uh, buckling down. Yeah. Um. So the dad is working from home and decides to call up his boo Sarah. Yeah. And Pat Pat is not having it. He has not done enough work for the day. This is uh, this is what I I'm mentioning this because Pat does not let him make the call. He tries somehow. Pat has hooked up to his cell phone. So she's every time he tries on his phone, his cell phone, everything yeah. he can't get through to Sarah, and he's like fine, we'll leave it for now. He like puts to the side the issue of a robot not letting him do what he wants. I think this is this is when you should have woken up and been like, things have gone wrong with the house. And he's like, yo, we gotta get
1: out. But yeah, it's that. It's like Angie tries to watch a cartoon and she like switches to like, Animal Planet or something, and then, like, Ben's trying to go out the house with his pants kind of, like, slap like, down or whatever. He honestly
0: didn't even show how far down his shorts were, which is very Disney Channel. Yeah, (laughs) and he's
1: like, this is how everyone's wearing it. And she's literally electrocuting him with the doorknob, not letting him leave. Way too on board with this house
0: torturing them. And
1: so... They decide to, you know, shut Pat down for a night. But then, as they're having dinner, someone says, who needs Pat anyway? Oh my God. oh my God. (laughs) Pat does not like that. Pat is like, oh, you think you don't need me? And like turns herself into like a iconic, like 50s mom looking like housewife. Hologram.
0: Which is based off the TV shows that Ben chose. Yeah. Which is so interesting to me. Uh, Ben was like, we talked about this a second ago, but like, Ben was like, my mom, his mom was like a 90s woman, you know? Yeah, she looks very like of the time. (laughs) But he's like, no, I need this 50s mom in my life, which is real weird. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So she, yeah, Pat decides, first of all, why does your computer house have a way of overriding its shutdown? that seems like a great way to get murdered. This is Skyman.
1: So yeah, that's when things get like really bad. Mm-hmm. Pat shows up as a hologram, literally like during this dinner, throws Sarah out of the house and basically like shuts down this house. Nobody is leaving. Pat has been stocked enough to have food for months mm-hmm. and basically is keeping this family hostage. And they're all like,
0: what about school? Like what about their friends? And she's like, you don't need them, you have me." Yeah, they try to logically reason with her right away. They're like, instead of trying to run out of the house, they're like, we're kids, we need
1: fresh air. Yeah. She's like, no, it's good. And then she duplicates herself. Oh my God. <laughs> She's like, I could be more than like, than two, I can be at two places at once. And it was just like, crap, crap, oh, they gon' die. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Truly they gon' die because Sarah's outside and who does she call for help? Her PR guy. Like
1: he knows how to do anything. <laughs> but luckily with some smart thinking mm-hmm. you know this is where things kind of finally come in one big circle mm-hmm. because she's able to use that <laughs> that mouse hole <laughs> the little <laughs> opening to get her rap butler to send a note to Ben. Mm -hmm. And Ben manages to like, you know, do some aim or early IMing Mm -hmm. too in the bathroom because Pat doesn't go in the bathroom. She believes in privacy. She'll keep you hostage, but she believes in privacy. Oh my God. And they're able to, you know, sneak Sarah back in undercover.
0: Yes, so it helps that their paper boy is useless. Uh, so he always misses their front porch. So Pat has to send the robot arm out again, and Sarah jumps at an angle that is not truly <laughs> physically possible. <laughs> she like track star. Sarah hurdles the bushes and then jumps, like this angle for for her jump is like <laughs> she like flies into the house essentially through the hole for the newspaper arm. Yeah, and she tries to break into the the. Computer room. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I would say kind of,
1: yeah, the computer room.
0: The, the headquarters. Yeah. The, they, they had a name for it. Whatever. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> so, anyway, but she gets caught because, you know, pass on having that. Yes. And so, I love how she was like, how did you get in, though? And she's like, Ben helped me. I'm like, "Wait a rat out Ben, man. like,
0: <laughs> she just really wants to rub it in this robot's face that the humans like her better. Yeah. A, yeah. Truly a bad call at that moment. Yeah. So,
1: But then things get a little dark because, you know, they all, like, converse into the living room. Pat has kind of, like, gone haywire.
0: She's gone full tornado.
1: Yeah. She turned, like, she's literally making a tornado in the house. As she sings Hush Little Baby, like Ben's
0: mom used to sing Yeah,
1: which is creepy. Yeah. Creepy, creepy, creepy. And so, you know, Ben has to reason with her, like, Pat, like, you're not our mom. Do you see, like, Sarah and Nick? They protected us. You can't do that. <laughs> you know, Pat kind of realizes, like, I'm just not human and I can't be there for you like mm-hmm. Sarah and Nick can. And so that kind of. She, she cries. It's very oh, yeah. sad. Yeah.
0: We somehow haven't mentioned this, but Pat has the ability to put large video screens on the entire wall oh, of her room yeah. <laughs> to create, like, interactive environments. Which is incredible when Angie uses it to play a music video. Yeah. Um, When they use it as alarm clocks, so, like, she wakes Ben up with the buzzer of a basketball game. Yeah. And when she is upset, she goes full... There's a hurricane playing on the walls, which is pretty scary footage. Yeah. Um, And at this moment, like, it goes into a little, uh, like, a peaceful rain, and the hologram of Pat is actually wet. And I was just like, oh, God, it's raining. But Angie goes... Pat's crying. And I was like, oh, the, the rain is the house's tear. Okay. <laughs> and then the uh, pet, after trying to touch Ben, Yeah. Fades away. Yeah. But she ain't gone. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I love how, even though like, after this has gone down, they still decide to stay. They're like, oh, I guess like Pat has calmed down. All is well. They don't, Immediately decide to move They decide to stay
0: Yes, they decide to stay And notably, Ben never on screen admits to having been the source of all of the chaos At the end, we see uh, the dad being like I know you were just trying to help But let's not reprogram the house He says something like passingly like that And Ben's like, I'm sorry, dad But never on screen do we see him saying I'm sorry, I tried to, uh, to I changed the house's setup Which caused all the problems Yeah for the entirety of the chaos where Pat was attacking them, Sarah probably thought it was her fault for inventing this house. Yeah. No, it was Ben's fault!
1: It's all Ben's <laughs> fault, let's be real. Like, ugh, it's all—it's always Ben's fault. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay, so, um, but they, they, Sarah reprograms Pat, like, yeah. dials back the maternal stuff, dials back the AI, and, uh, they go back to being a happy fam. Yeah,
1: I think, you know, Ben comes to accept Sarah as, like, part of the life, because at the end, she comes by for breakfast. Because, I noticed that, she drives up for breakfast,
0: because Disney Channel would never have allowed Sarah to, to spend, spend the, the night. night. Yes!
1: <laughs> I definitely thought about that, too. I was like, okay, they should be seriously dating, like, Why does she have to roll up in the car? You know, Sarah left in the middle of, like, she left an hour ago and drove back. Got changed, showered, and pretended to come back to the house. You know she spent the night. Definitely. We saw the look Sarah and Nick were sharing. I mean, even Angie saw it too, because a couple of times in the, in the movie, Angie like looks at her dad, and then looks at Sarah, and then
0: looks at her dad. Like, she knows like what's going down. Angie's entire role in this movie is to give sassy looks to either like, Nick and and uh, Nick and Sarah, or like to be put down by Ben. <laughs> yeah,
1: because Ben's like you don't even remember our mom. Like
0: oh, he says some yeah. dark.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: I uh, I wrote down my favorite thing that Ben says to end <laughs> Of course he did. Yeah. Because it please is share. Truly unkind. You just need to be less ignorant. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, he does call her ignorant at some point, and I was like, crap. <laughs> I would never call my siblings ignorant. Ben is like always like the three of us like what more do you need but I sometimes think he doesn't even want Angie around he watches the two of us yes that and his videos of his mother from the past saddest scene in the movie so so sad so sad but I mean I think we've given you like the best summary of smart house if you haven't seen this movie please watch it because it's iconic like iconic. yeah I like so technically like decoms like start in 97 right that sounds right and like this comes out in 99 so this is like just at the beginning but it's also like it's also just like one of the greats and then I'm looking back at it and realizing like how ahead of the time like Disney was I mean we're talking about like a smart house that mm-hmm. can like turn on the lights and tr- and I'm thinking like
0: is this not like the prototype for Amazon's like Alexa Oh, yeah. And we're definitely dealing with all of these issues about, like, it's listening to you all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, Pat probably was doing that targeted advertising. Oh, uh,
1: for sure, for sure.
0: My Facebook always showing up with, like, corduroy pants after I talk about corduroy <laughs> pants in person, which is weird. I really yeah. want some corduroys. Uh, <laughs> but, like, targeted advertising, a lot of the issues we have with AI, the fact that, like, every time somebody makes an AI online, it either ends up, like, either being real dumb or wanting to kill humans. Yeah. There's no in-between. Pat shows us. We knew in 97, I mean, we probably knew before that there's lots of AI movies, but but this is the most important one. Yeah. Skip artificial intelligence, skip all the others, watch Smart House. Yeah. (laughs) Five stars. Five Five, stars. Five stars. Five stars. (laughs) But, um it's like you want to stay away. You'd think you would have stayed away from AI after seeing this movie, but we we kept trucking. And here we are 20, no, 19 years later Yeah, with the houses that are watching us. Yeah.
1: Do you think (laughs) the people at Amazon like watch Smart House and was like, yes,
0: I want this. I would would like personal applied technology for my home and I'll call it Alexa. Yes,
1: yes. Real, real talk. Mm -hmm. I love how when they come in the house and like, Pat does that little like pinch scan thing and like it's supposed to learn things about you. Can a blood sample tell you how old you are and like, No sir. (laughs) Absolutely not.
0: Like, oh, (laughs) she analyzed her uh, Angie's bio rhythms in the night to figure out what she would wear to school the next day. It's as if you had chosen it yourself. (laughs) Just saying Sarah is truly a genius because she has invented technologies we could not even fathom. I know. I don't love dressing myself so it would be nice. Wait, can I also
1: talk about how the dad, Nick, even though he is very cute and I love him, Mm -hmm. he is very not knowing of what his kids are up to. Like... He, like, talks about at some point in the movie how, like, you know, their mom died. Their aunt kind of stayed with them to, like, live with them for a moment. And then, like, when their aunt left, they kind of just came in this routine where, like, he went to work and Ben kind of just, like, did everything. Like, Ben was nine years old <laughs> <Yeah. 'cause>, like, <laughs> Let's remember that Ben is nine, one, when his mom died. So he started doing, like, this whole parental, like, being, like, a supplementary parent at the age of nine. But, like... Meanwhile, all the while, like, he can't try out for the basketball team. He's being bullied at school, like, having to do this other kid's homework. And this dad is just, like, so, like, la-di-da, like, I don't know what's going on. It literally takes Angie, like, talking to the dad for him to, like, have a conversation of, you know... Do
0: I expect too much? Do I
1: expect too much and all this other stuff? It's like, no, like, normal kids are, like, doing all that Ben does at the age of nine. Like, Mm -hmm. that was, like, one thing that I, like, did have... A legit problem with (laughs) so I kind of want to go back and want to talk about the whole like Pat being like a 50s like housewife Mm -hmm. I always thought that was like really interesting Mm to me um kind of that pressure of wanting her to do and like be everything which is like very like the epitome of like 50s housewife like you were supposed to like do everything and be everything and like expectations were high like first they wanted her to like be maternal, then be stern, then be this, and then be that. And oh, just... she was really being dragged in every direction. Yeah.
0: Women can't do anything right. Like, it's that like they can never win. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I
1: definitely, like...
0: 99, Disney is
1: on it. <laughs> that, like, definitely came up as I was, like, re-watching this. Because I was like, my God, like... They just wanted her to, like,
0: do it all, and then they, like, broke her, like. <laughs> yeah, and th- that's what, like, Ben wanted, and he wanted nothing to do with Sarah, who is, like, hilariously caricatured as this 90s bu- busy, smart, working yeah. woman. He's completely rejecting this archetype, probably because she's more similar to what his mom actually was. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. It's, like, Ben is just this, like, little, like, Fifties man, yeah. I don't understand. Like thirteen year old boy in like the mind, uh, like mind of a like backwards nineteen fifties man. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um, ben is talking to his friends at school about how great having Pat is. It's like having the world's most perfect mom, who's only there to serve and never complains. Again, the source of your problems is one that you expect too much from Pat and two. Your little misogynistic shit. I think that's a problem, too.
1: Do you think this would have happened? Like, I feel like this movie would be very different if Pat was, like, a man.
0: You think so? Yeah, so what do you think happens if Pat's a man? I mean, like, you just don't have the trying to make him maternal, I guess.
1: Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it would have been, like, a totally different movie.
0: It's time for a reboot. We will be... Smart House 2, Ryan Merriman as the dad. (gasps) Yes, 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 yes. Holy hell. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Let's do it. Katie Seagal has a cam- cameo as a grandma. She's still acting. I want her in my film.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, in okay. So, in this remake, they've, like, changed. They have um, updated the house.
0: Mm hmm.
1: And Pat is no longer, like, I guess it can still be Pat, right? You could Pat. be Patrick. Patrick.
0: Patrick? Yeah. I'd argue I hear Pat as a male name Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. You can be. Yeah. And Pat becomes a guy. Mm
1: hmm. Yeah. Ryan,
0: come back. Um, Do you think we'll still be able to fit in the same number of neckerchiefs and ascots in a 2017 movie? Oh, we'll definitely. We'll we'll make it work? We'll make it work. We'll make it work.
1: For sure, for sure, for sure. Uh. But, you know, I really like... Because, like, Disney plays a lot with breaking, like, gender norms and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just, like... I love how, like, gender norms start, like, kind of, like, seeping in and talking about that early on. Because, like, you'll see it in, like, Eddie's Million Dollar Mm Cook-Off or, like... (laughs) motorcrossed <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so, I'm glad that they, like, they start early. Mm-hmm. So
0: they, yeah. they definitely do. They do a great job of it. Yeah. And, I mean, from the get-go, right, the inventor of the house is Sarah, this very competent woman. Yeah. Like, uh, that's pretty cool, even yeah. if they make her completely inept in terms of romance, which makes no sense Yeah. if you're a super hot genius. Yeah. I mean, then again, here we are, two super hot geniuses. <laughs> and somehow... We single. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Are we just a couple of Sarah Barnes's looking for our <laughs> Nick Coopers? Come at us, Nick. Unless you have kids. We're not ready for that. <laughs> JK, we're only 24. Don't bring your 13-year-olds. <laughs> I want to talk about both Ben Cooper and Nick Cooper's flirt games. Okay, okay, okay. Incredible. Entirely based on dessert for both of them somehow. Oh, yeah! Dessert and food. So, um... How can I forget? Ben brings his lady love, Gwen. So, Gwen was invited to the party. The thing is, though, I think she liked Ben before he had a smart house, and the smart house is just sort of giving her an opportunity to hang. Yeah. They're into each other. This is real love. (laughs) But Ben brings his date into the kitchen and, like, offers her, like anything she wants to eat, and she goes, actually, can she make desserts? I'm like craving something sweet. And Ben goes, besides, besides me, <laughs> oh my goodness, the game.
1: <laughs> 13-year-old Avery would have never, like, I just don't think. I would have never today. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think I had the confidence. Oh yeah, 24-year-old Avery could not, like, I just, I wouldn't have the confidence to. It's
0: incredible, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the thing is, Ben also does not have the confidence. So she's like craving something sweet besides me. Uh, it's it's just a joke. <laughs> like he explains that he's just joking in yeah. that moment.
1: But wait, you got to go to Nick because mm-hmm. all the while Nick is on a date with uh-huh. Sarah and then like
0: he makes the exact same play <laughs> with Sarah. They're on a date. So he he's like uh Sarah's like, oh, drinks in one place, dinner in another, this is a great date. And then uh, uh, Nick is like, all right, now we need to get some dessert. And Sarah goes, pick anywhere you like as long as I can get something chocolate. Which is when she went pure Kathy, Kathy comic to me. But this is where Ben got his moves. Because Nick Cooper has a Hershey's kiss in his pocket. Mm-hmm. He's like, look what I have. And then he gave her a Hershey's kiss and then then they really kiss But just like Ben, as soon as he succeeds romantically, he has to burn it to the ground. So Ben goes, it's just a little joke. Nick kisses her and starts laughing. And Sarah's like, what's happening right now? Why are you laughing while we kiss? And he's like, sorry. My paternal one-track mind goes, kiss? Bedtime kiss? Kids? Sir! You just kissed the hot woman you've been thinking about all movie long! And you decide to tell her you were thinking about your terrible children while you kissed. And they are terrible children. Ben is a demon to this (laughs) woman. Yeah, I definitely think probably the the
1: kiss in the pocket, like, probably definitely would have worked on me. Like, oh my god, bring
0: candy on all our dates. Yes, like. But if you're gonna see Avery, I recommend Red Vines. Oh my god. Like, if somebody brings red vines on a date. Red vines or any sour candy. I was going to say sour straws or... um, Sour jelly beans. Sour jelly beans. Um, Yeah. I just... I know her so well, so if you're looking to ask out Avery... me up for some advice. <laughs> I know where she wants to be proposed. <laughs> you do. You do. You do. But yes, Uh. so terrible move. So I guess now the real question is, I know
1: all of us want to know, where are these people now? Where are, are they like, now? What happened to this cast? And what did they do? Like, was this their peak?
0: All right. Let's start
1: with our man, Ryan Merriman.
0: Is that Merriman? Merriman? I think it's Merriman. Ryan Merriman. So he was definitely
1: a hot commodity. So
0: that's Ben. Uh, yeah. To
1: clarify. Um... For decoms because this isn't his only decom So, he's in this. He's in, you know, the iconic Luck of the Irish. So good, so good, (laughs) so good. (laughs) We will definitely be talking about that. But, yeah, so he's in that. And then he's also in a little-known one that, like, I actually still haven't seen. I have not seen this. Called Ring of an Endless Light.
0: Yeah, and it's based (laughs) off, like, a Madeline L'Engle book. And she wrote A Wrinkle in Time, so... She's yeah. currently getting that big Ava DuVernay, adver- uh, like, adaptation. Yeah. But she started back on the decom. Yeah.
1: So, I so I mean, like, he was, like, primetime, like, Disney star during this time. <laughs> so, where is he now is the question. And so, I haven't watched it, but I know he was on Pretty Little Liars.
0: And apparently, P. Dreamy in that, like, Pretty Dreamy Yeah. good.
1: I mean, I've seen pictures of him currently now, and I'm kind of like... You grew up well, sir. Like hold it
0: down, hold it down. All right. Um, I know he showed up in Forty Two, the Jackie Robinson movie. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was in theaters shocked <laughs> because, as we know from Luck of the Irish and Smart House, Ryan Merriman is a basketball player, not a baseball player. <laughs> but also, I was shocked that he still had a career. Very excited for him. Congrats, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. So a medium level like. He's he's still around. Yeah, and I'd say of our cast, he's the second most active. Yeah, maybe. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. but he still has my heart.
0: Um, and then we've got uh the dad.
1: Yeah. So, he ended up being, like, more in dad roles, too. I don't know if you guys saw Home Alone 3, but... <laughs> I did. He, he started a, <laughs> a young Max Keeble. <laughs> He's in Home Alone 3, which, arguably, I know I'm going to go against the against the grain here, but I actually love Home Alone 3. That's my favorite Home Alone <laughs> the
0: first one I saw because we're the age where that was possible. Okay,
1: that was my favorite Home Alone, and I know people
0: are not going to be with me on that one, but... You're going to lose <laughs> us all of our fans before we begin. Don't worry, one of your hosts knows the right <laughs> order of Home Alones. It's one, two, three.
1: Yeah, so he plays a dad in Home Alone. He also plays um, Austin Ames' dad in A Cinderella Story. Ooh. So, he also plays like a dad who is like, you know, you're going to play football, son, and that's not what... Austin Ames, who's played by Chad Michael Murray, wants to do, and so he kinda just plays like the dad you know, the classic dad, like, You're giving up your dream. No, dad, I'm giving up your dream. <gasps>
0: yes. <laughs> <laughs> it kills. Yes. So the actor, Kevin Kilner, um, not only did he play a dad in a Cinderella story, he played a dad in a movie called The which I honestly thought was a Disney Channel movie. It is not. It is a made-for-TV children's movie. Heavily Featuring Artificial Intelligence Technology.
1: Oh, so there's a theme
0: here. <laughs> How do you get typecast as the overworked dad in a movie featuring artificial <laughs> intelligence made for children? So, the is it's starring Michael Angarano. Is that his, the pronunciation? Our best friend from Sky High. <gasps> Shut up! a very little boy. Okay, so this is news to I did, <laughs> I did not know that! I did not introduce <laughs> this concept to her in advance, and I am so glad I did. <laughs> but... It's, like, I definitely remember watching it as a kid. Like, he runs a toy factory, and he's, like... I'll give you, like, the vaguest of summaries so that you can okay, watch okay. it. Because I want you to be able to experience it. Also, I need to rewatch it. It's been a solid 15, 20 years oh. since I've seen it. But he runs a toy factory, and he's trying to get, like, this Furby, like, creepy hairball off... Uh, like, on the market. Mm-hmm. He's, like, broke. He's trying to get loans. The loan officer is hot, obviously. Um, <laughs> um, and then, like, the son, like... He like tries to get his dad a loan too and like hearing his sister is inventing an AI chip decides to create a fake company and get investors and like gets millions of dollars that way. So it's a little bit like this meets blank check. Okay. Um, where a kid gets way too much money. And then like Creates, like, an animated avatar that talks to his dad and gives him assignments, so he becomes his dad's boss, but as, like, a little animated avatar. Interesting. And it's, it's like, it's insane. But Kevin Kilner, definitely, like, again, the overworked dad, overworked single dad, who, like, maybe trusts robots too much. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm gonna have to check this out. Yes, definitely. Alright, uh, oh, Angie is played by Katie Volding. Mm-hmm. Now, Katie Volding, so she's not done a ton, she's done the Au pair series of films. Okay. Which I found interesting because she did them like one like at age twenty. Like, don't know how big the Au Pair series is, but definitely loyal. Um, and then you've got so Katie Volding though, plays the exact same character in Brink. Yeah! <laughs> Another decom. I- Iconic decom. Oh my god. She's like She just gets roasted in this movie and that movie. What's in the bag? Nanya. What's Nanya? Nanya business. Ah! How is Katie Holding still alive to make films when she died in that moment? Oh my god. Oh my god. So great, so great, so great. Not to distract from this DCOM, but that is a quote from classic DCOM Brink. Brink. Um, So. Katie Molding, not up to too much right now. Um, then we've got Jessica Steen playing Sarah Barnes, the uh, house's inventor. Mm-hmm. She's actually, like, in, like, ten seasons of a show called Heartland. It's, like, it seems like a drama. Okay. I don't know anything about it. Okay. <laughs> but she's getting work consistently. Okay, good. Also, good. she's apparently in Armageddon, which I do not recall. I've seen Armageddon. I've seen Armageddon. I think she's not, like, a huge character, but she's, like, the shuttle pilot, which seems important to me
1: <laughs> yeah i'll watch that again I mean, <laughs> just for her
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right um okay so this so we've sort of led it you through the four main characters yeah the fifth main character pat pat her voice is on the whole movie long but you don't see her till towards the end yeah. when she's the virtual projection version of pat yeah played by and voiced by katie seagal mm-hmm. oh my goodness I don't know how they got this big of a star, I'll be honest. Like, normally you see like, kids who go on to be famous in a decom. You have your Zach Efrons, your Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your Jason Dollys. <laughs> I think we're probably the only people. <laughs> we are the only people in the world who think Jason Dolly is a celebrity. Oh, I love him. <laughs> um, Please live on our show. <laughs> hey, Jason Dolly, do you want to be a guest? Okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I would just lay out and die if you came. Um, but yeah, so, Katie Seagal. I think, like, I don't think there's ever been a lull in her career. Like, yeah. as long as I've been alive, I've been watching something with Katie Seagal in it. So, she's... Uh, I'm sure she had stuff before this, but married with children 11 seasons. Like, 11 seasons, the longest-running Fox live-action sitcom. But, like, so she's doing she's doing that show as Peggy Bundy for... 11 years, and that was a huge show. Yeah. Like, that was a huge hit. I watched it on reruns, like, when I was living in the Middle East. It was on all the time for some reason, so I became a huge yeah. Children fan. Um, and then, um, from that, she did Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Daughter, mm-hmm. um, with John Ritter and Kaylee Cuoco. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, huge names. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so, two, two pretty big sitcoms. This whole time, she's doing uh, the voice of Vila and Futurama. Like, this woman is making bank, and then she went and did a DCOM. Like, she's still, like, winning awards. Like, she just wrapped up Sons of Anarchy, right? Is it Oh, yeah, God?
1: that's right. So she
0: did, like, the entire run of Sons of Anarchy as a main character created by her husband, I believe. So Katie Segal is probably, like, to my knowledge, the most famous adult you will see in a DCOM. Can you think of anyone bigger? well okay so we haven't gotten here yet but in descendants like christian oh, Gino, yeah so katie sagal is really setting the pattern yeah so in 99 you have this huge star
1: and um, then you also you can't forget about debbie reynolds in halloween town oh my god yeah
0: okay so i take that back so DCOM somehow booked these massive stars <laughs> it happens you know yeah like everybody's like yeah, i'll do this made for tv movie honestly though so cool that they got her... Um, so she uses her voice acting talents as Pat for most of the movie, mm-hmm. and then later you kind of see her in person. Um, and uh, I'm a fan. <laughs> you do you, Katie. <laughs> you want to do a decom? Do a decom. I want to do a decom. I would love to do a decom. Disney, if you're listening, pick up the phone. <laughs> Directed by LeVar Burton,
1: which I did not realize until I saw it in your notes, and I was like, for real? <laughs> yes.
0: I mean, I know he's famous for Star Trek. I don't know which Star Trek. But,
1: like, also, like, we're talking about the same, like, Reading Rainbow. Reading Rainbow. Like, Roots. Like, this man is iconic.
0: Also, he's had, like, four careers. Roots. Like, Star Trek and Reading Rainbow. We could not have named three things more different from each other. Yeah. Like, Smart House is most in line with Reading Rainbow. You know, educating kids. He's a... I mean, not educating, entertaining kids. Yeah. But he's a, he's a cool dude, and I did not know he directed children's movies. I did not either jump the house is jumping uh, uh,
1: say you want to move get on the right track First you got to jump in then you got to jump back come on come on to join the house line let's party on down gonna make some time
0: this movie has it's the first movie we've done but it has one of the greatest soundtracks of all time oh, yes, yes, yes 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 so for so the from the opening credits actually yeah. you're hearing jump jump the house is, is jumping. jumping and i mean that's that's a thread that follows you through it. <laughs> yeah. Because okay, I didn't realize. So I
1: thought it was just in the middle of the movie, but they played at the beginning. <laughs> they played in the middle of the party scene, and then they played at the end during the rolling credits. So it's like a perfect like beginning,
0: middle, and end. They were like, we need a pop song about a house, <laughs> <laughs> and they found one. They succeeded. talk about the dancing enough
1: oh my goodness so Jahan talked about how there are some pretty iconic bangers in here Mm -hmm. one of them being um the house is jumping Mm -hmm. but we cannot forget about this like party scene that they have the dancing ben and his three friends like do this great like coordinated backstreet boy like dance and it's just great because Pat is like playing the music video like on, uh-huh, on the wall on the wall, and they're doing the moves to
0: it. And I just like laid out and died. Like <laughs> none of the people for none of the attendees for the party are there. Thank God. Yeah. Just kidding. These kids love a choreographed <laughs> dance. They would have died. This is what Ben says before he begins to dance his beautiful choreographed dance. Hey Pat, how about activating some kick butt video screens? <laughs> And then it's just three chill bros doing their choreographed dance. And uh, I believe the song is Slam Dunk to the Funk. To say to me,
1: get
0: so uh, one, one last song I just want to quickly shout out yeah. to "Say La vie. So this is how we're introduced to the video screens, like being able to play music videos. Somehow, Sarah Invents the Greatest House in the World does not invent soundproofing. You know, Angie is just jumping she- the thing is, this is the moment where I, like, truly understood Angie. Because if I had a robot house that could play, like, videos on the wall, I would absolutely put, like, Carly Ray's Cut to the Feeling up on there and be jumping on the bed. Which is exactly what Angie does, she's like, I need you to play me C'est La Vie by Bewitched as big as you can, I'm gonna jump on the bed so great follow-up viewing if you're watching smart house i highly recommend the music video for Say Love vie after this mm-hmm. truly wild for some reason they decide to start the video at the line that's like i am the wolf today <laughs> but like what like this song you could have just started with like "Say la vie say, mm-hmm. say say you will say, say you, will. you will. but no they're like they start on the line i am the wolf today <laughs> which is the craziest line in the <laughs> song <laughs>
1: man i'm so glad we started with this one like Mm -hmm. it was hard to decide like what we were gonna start with but i'm glad we picked this one
0: so thank you for letting us live out our dreams of being movie surfers oh my god the movie surfers (laughs) dreams
1: goals we could never replace them but we're really trying to live up to the legacy yeah stay tuned keep watching keep watching keep watching (laughs) we're This is a podcast. Keep listening. Hey guys, thanks for listening to our first episode. We hope that you'll stick around for more.
0: And while we're on the subject of thank yous, we owe a huge thank you to Carrie Crowley. Thank you so much for coming up with our title, From A to Xenon. And I also want to thank Isha Patnaik for making all of the art for our podcast, for our Facebook cover photo, for our SoundCloud. Thanks again. If you want to follow us online, our podcast Twitter is at From A to Xenon, and our personal Twitters are at Camille Says 36 and at Jahan 413. All
1: right. Until next time, movie surfers. Jump,
0: jump, the house is jumping. Yeah, yeah.
1: Come, on, come on, come on. Jump,
0: jump. That's right. The house jump, is jumping. Jump jump, jump, jump. The house That's is right. jumping. Come on.